Shabbat Shalom. This week's parasha covers Deuteronomy's chapters 33 and 34, which is the end of that book, and it is called Vizat HaBerakach. This is the last parasha in the cycle. Next week, we'll be back in Genesis 1. I'm sure Rabbi will be doing that one. In these two chapters, we will read of the blessings that Moses bestowed upon the tribes as they would be entering the promised land soon. And the last chapter would be of Moses' death. 33.1 starts out this way. This is the blessing with which Moses, the man of God, blessed the people of Israel before his death. When Moses gave this blessing, only Moses, Joshua, and Caleb had any experience in Egypt as adults. All that generation had perished in the wilderness during the last 40 years. So when we think of the book of Deuteronomy, it is Moses telling the people what had taken place throughout the Exodus in the 40 years. And while most of the reading we have in the Torah is of the continued flaws of the Jewish people had in relationship to how they followed God, in this chapter, 33, is of the blessings that would be bestowed upon the people of Israel. One interesting note is the tribe of Simeon is not mentioned. Moses starts out by giving a blessing to the tribe of Reuben, and Moses prays that this tribe would never be extinct in Israel. And then he blesses Judah. He calls out the royal tribe from which Messiah would come. He then blesses the tribe of Levi. And if you remember the tribe of Levi, this is the one tribe when Moses came down from the mountain with the Ten Commandments, Levi's sided with the Lord against the others, when they made the golden calf and, and the, was the instrument God used to kill those people responsible for the golden calf incident with the exception of Aaron. So just a thought to remember, when we think, when you think that your sin is too great, as I would think of mine, and it can't be forgiven, here is Aaron who builds the golden calf. When his brother asked him about it, he just says it appeared out of the fire. And we know that didn't happen that way. Aaron repents of his sin and God makes him the first priest. Just like us, he was redeemable. So there is no sin you can't redeem from when you ask for, from the Lord. So the tribe of Levi was given the privilege to be the teacher of the word of the law, and then he honors the tribe of Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh. He blesses Asher last and tells him that he would be blessed with many children and that he should be able to dip his foot in oil. And today we find that there is quite a bit of oil in that part of Israel. The chapter ends with Moses telling the people, your enemies shall come fawning to you and you shall tread upon their backs. And when the Israelis followed the Lord, it happened. And when they didn't, God punished them. In chapter 34, Moses begins the track up from the plains of Moab to Mount Nebo. And from there, God showed him all the promised land, but again reminded him that he would not go and enter into it. His actions with regard to taking credit for the bringing water out of the rock with his brother Aaron, cost him the right to enter into the promised land. God says to him, I have let you see it with your own eyes, but you shall not go over there. 
Moses was 120 years old when he died, and God buried him in a location unknown to us. When we think of Joseph, who died in Egypt and wanted his bones buried in the promised land, which happened, Moses' body never enters the promised land. It stays on that mountain. Now, many centuries later, Moses does make it to the promised land with Elijah when they appear with Yeshua on the Mount of Transfiguration. So while he didn't enter the promised land that day, he did later on any good company of Elijah still doing the work of the Lord. The people mourned the death of Moses for 30 days, and then Yeshua, God's choice for Moses' successor, to the Israelis takes them into the promised land. God promised to give and fulfilled Adonai's promises. So some thoughts for us to consider. Moses brought down the law to the Jewish people. Jewish people today think if they follow the law, it saves them from their sin. Of course, they don't follow the law. But the Lord never say, never saves anyone. It, the law never saves anyone. It just reveals their sin. It never removes it. The only way sin is truly removed is through the blood of Yeshua, the Messiah by the grace and the mercy of El Elyon, the God Most High. As Joshua begins to lead the people, they will obey him as God has commanded them. Verse 10 in chapter 34 says, And there has not arisen a prophet since all Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. It's pretty high praise from Elohim given to Moses. Just one little final thought. When we read chapter 34, while it falls in the Torah, it did Moses write it or did Joshua write it? We don't know the answer to that, but it's, it's worth pondering anyway since he was already dead when that word is given. Amen. <laughs>